Fierce Fan Media. Ugh, she is like an Aunt Lydia. <laughs> oh, God. For those just tuning in, Julie just looked up who Sarah Huggaby Sanders is. How <laughs> oh, funny. She's going to be your next governor of Arkansas. Congratulations. Yay. And with the way work's going, I'm not getting out of this bitch anytime soon. Ugh. Good evening, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the weekly wind down. I am Jackie D, the literary lesbian. I am Stacy, the political princess. I am Julie, the not so lipstick lesbian. Other oh. Stacy is at a wedding in Washington, and uh, Zach Attack is at Florence in the Machine. Zach Attack. That's what Listen, I'm going to call her from now on. We've all been victims of a Zach attack at one point in our That's life. That's so true. I don't know. I don't think Julie's ever been Zach. Julie hasn't. Done what? Have you been Zacked? Zacked? No. What does that mean? Where Aaron <laughs> says something so offensive, but doesn't realize it's offensive. And then she just like stares at you until everyone goes, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> like she told uh, Stacy once that, um, that her eggs were just turning to dust, so she she wants kids. She better have. I better get on it, Aaron. <laughs> the the thing that makes me feel great about that situation is it was like several years ago, so <laughs> it's it's just a musty, dusty mess down there. At this <laughs> All of us just got quiet and stared at her, like Jesus. I know. I was like, like I was like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. <laughs> I can't even picture Aaron's brain and she like was that. like, oh God, oh God, well I didn't either. like, <laughs> she was, that's not, and I'm like, there's really no other way you could have meant that though. Like, that's just <laughs> like what you said. So that old is as hell. So <laughs> You're old as hell. Your vagina's turning to dust. Yeah, <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. I think that you was have to be careful if you're down there because, you know, dust will get in your eye and your. Hi, Link. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're not supposed, not you specifically. Julie. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. All right. So tonight <laughs> I am celebrating a big oh. victory at work. So I busted out this champagne that has been sitting in my wine fridge for, I don't know, at least two months. It is the Sophia from Francis Ford Coppola, but it's oh, the, God. uh, it's the white champagne. It's the best. It's so good. It's mm-hmm. so, so good. I've been saving it for a special occasion. That's the can I used to drink all the time. Oh, it's very good. Told you guys. Very good. I'm so, having I'm a, enjoying it. sorry, a oh, classic yeah. lime margarita truly and goldfish. Oh, it's going to get crazy tonight. And goldfish. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just drinking my water, my wild cherry water. Did you get high? No, I have oh, to go. Okay. To the, I have to go to the gym after this. So she's gonna be like, "Oh man, we're gonna have a whole responsive wow gallery tonight." I'm fully here. I'm all you hear here, that, folks. Um, I already. I'm having a truly. So <laughs> yeah, maybe no. you won't get a responsive gallery. If you if you finish that whole thing in this next hour, <laughs> I'll be shocked. <laughs> I will. You know. I got to go do curls for the girls after this. I have to stand up for myself because (laughs) I want everybody to know I didn't used to be this much of a lightweight, but I take an SSRI and a beta blocker. So the alcohol just hits me different, you know? 
Because you have dusty eggs. Oh yeah, my my <laughs> man, it's just a. You know when sometimes you're trying to empty your Dyson. <laughs> That's kind of what, <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> if a spider crawls out, I'm I'm just tapping out. Put me out of my misery. <laughs> All right, so we are going to switch it up a little bit tonight. We're going to start with Space Corner. Woo! <laughs> um, okay, so Space Corner, I think, is super interesting this week. Um, NASA, we're deliberately smashing a vehicle size, um, basically, satellite into an asteroid uh, Monday because... We want to see what the day it doesn't. So they're doing this because they want to see if ever there's an asteroid coming for Earth, if this would be effective in altering its course at all. This asteroid has there's no risk of it hitting Earth at all. It's 6.8 million uh, light years away. It's not going to it's not anywhere close to Earth, but they're testing if it would work or not. If an asteroid ever is heading towards Earth. Those and kind of distances really stress me out. It's going to take them two years. So they're launching the satellite into it um, Monday. And then in, 20, in October of 2024, we're having a group of astronauts shoot out to the asteroid to assess the damage. They're not going to get there until 2026. It's going to take them two years to that even just get there. gives me so much anxiety. And, and what's really cool, too, is that in... Uh, in 2019, uh, the Chinese dropped uh, like a, a an explosive in another asteroid. They expected it to only do a 2.5 meter like crater in there. It blew a 50 meter crater in there. Why I, I say that because they they don't know the consistency. All asteroids are different. This asteroid that the Japanese that the Chinese did this with was basically the consistency of water. This asteroid, they don't know. So they're going to do the same thing, drop something in it and see, because they don't know if it's like a liquid, if that's it's rock. stressful. And the thing that's cool too about asteroids, if people don't know that asteroids, there's, um, you know, they're hurling through space, basically. They have low gravity, which is similar to Earth. So that's why it holds on. They, they can hold on to matter and things like that. And it stays with them. So I'm really curious, but I kind of don't, you know, now that you think about it, it's not going to really be, I mean, it's a cool test to do, but it's going to depend on the type of asteroid. If an asteroid ever is hurtling towards earth. Right. Then how do you know what the right, if you have a metal asteroid hurtling towards earth, it's going to be a lot different than an asteroid full of water. Right. Towards earth, but it's a cool experiment and I'm excited to learn what they learn about it. So I'm pretty excited about that. What do you think about uh, being able to see the rings on Neptune? Ugh. It doesn't even look real. I know. It's so <laughs> cool. Yeah. It's so freaking cool. Like it, it literally looks like somebody drew it or somebody painted it. Yeah. Like I, it's just, you know, the article confused me though. When I, I didn't see it on TikTok, but when the article I read, it said, the clearest picture of Neptune in the in the last 30 years. I'm like, what? Who the fuck took the picture 30 years ago? Voyager. Mm. Oh. Oh, yeah. Voyager 2. Yeah. 
well, Voyager did. It just wasn't as clear. It wasn't yeah. as uh, well. It it went out there because it happened to get like cl- the difference is Voyager had to get so much closer to take the picture, and mm-hmm. James Webb didn't didn't have to get as close. I I forget what it said, but um, it was so much more detailed. The James Webb one was so much more detailed than than the Voyager one, and because of the way that it's in its orbit right now we can actually we're going to be able to see like the southern pole of it versus the uh we haven't been we've never caught a picture of that before so it should be really interesting can you imagine all the this is just the beginning like all these photos that we've got like this is just we haven't this is the very tip of the iceberg yeah of what james webb's gonna do super crazy it's super cool do you guys think that this will have an impact on like religious institutions at all the more information that continues to come back from james webb i don't know if it'll have an effect on institutions i think it'll have an effect on millennials and younger and how much they believe in or subscribe to religions like the ones that are already set in their ways and stuff like no it's not going to change anything about it but but people that are growing up or that are struggling in their faith or that maybe are kind of not buying into it. Like just by nature, I think millennials are much more invested in science than in faith. And I mean, well, I have faith in science, but, um, but I think that's where the difference will be. I don't know that the institution, like their businesses at this point, right? Like they're. The Catholic church is the biggest landowner of any institution on the planet. They own more land That's not surprising. than anybody else in the, in the world. The Catholic church does. Not yeah. really? surprise me. Mm-hmm. Not the Christian church, the Catholic church. Well, cause Christianity. Well, there is no official like Christian church. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Christianity has, has sex of sects i said people (laughs) s-e-c-t-s yeah they had sex (laughs) but the catholic church is an actual institution so yeah there's there's no bigger landowner on the planet but i think how i struggle to think how could it not like even seeing how much there is out there and and kind of the enormity of the universe and then being able to actually get photographic evidence of other galaxies. Like how can you not, even if you were to say maybe each, if you were going to go down the religious route and be like, maybe each galaxy has its own God, like it's still kind of coughs in the mm-hmm. face of right whatever version of religion you believe in, unless you believe in, you know, I think the Wiccans are probably fine and, you know, <laughs> but, or the pagans, the pagans have always believed in multiple gods, but like, I don't know. I I just, I struggle when I see, I've always kind of rolled my eyes when people are like, well, Jesus, blah, blah, blah. But now when I, now that more and more evidence is coming out, how the likelihood of us being alone is just diminishing by the day, the mm-hmm. more information we're able to gain from outside of our own bullshit little worlds. Like, how can you still believe that it's Jesus and his father? You know, like, it's just... How- I don't see how science couldn't weed out religion, like re- religious beliefs. Yeah. Well, because they about, tell you you have to have faith. Mm-hmm. You're talking about something that was written so long ago when the world they still thought the world was fucking flat yeah. and had no idea what else was out there. Like how how can 
science 100% debunks religion. It, do, it, it, it even does at the um, Nature and Science Museum in yeah. Washington, D.C. Yeah. I'm like, I think religion was just a way for people to cope with what they didn't understand. Like mm-hmm. if you can't explain certain things before we had the technology and the and the uh, availability to understand why certain things are or why they happen, humans are going to try and make sense of it. Like we try to make sense thing. We try to make sense of cancer now. We try to make sense of asteroids by shooting things at it. Like we try to make sense <laughs> of things because we have to have a certain um, amount of control to feel okay if we feel like everything's out of our control then how do you control anything mm-hmm. you know right. so that that's why we have a, a the, these consistent religions that have been around since the beginning of human beings mm-hmm. they have to make sense of it yeah there has to humans are so egotistical that we have to believe there's like a deeper meaning a greater reason that mm-hmm. like our our time here on earth isn't just like a a biological be, miracle right yeah it, it has to be some predetermined some pre-ordained happening plan. that makes them here in this moment dealing with whatever circumstances that's the only way we can make sense of it yeah and because it's scary for people to think otherwise the you know just well at the time we didn't have again. the mechanism to we didn't have the vocabulary yeah mm. but is it scarier like I, I struggle to like think it listen as someone who struggles with anxiety I like proof and science a whole lot more than I can rely on faith mm-hmm. you know I like mm-hmm. to know that things will be okay instead of just ha- just having faith that things will be okay mm-hmm. and I get that I'm not even talking about because I feel like fate, like believing in fate or having faith that things will be okay I think that's harmless but I think when you I, start I'm just saying like, I, I like the definitive, like, Oh no, there's proof. Yeah. Of things. Right. But like, yeah. I don't know what's scarier thinking there's an actual like destination that based on your actions, some <laughs> you're going to be, yeah. Some yeah. The Supreme being is going to decide eternity for you or just thinking, Oh, this is it. But you got one shot. Enjoy it. All right. Don't fuck it up. You know, but then how do you explain medians and spirits like there's something i don't know if it's like energy that Mm -hmm. sticks around i agree or how that works like we're electrical beings i'm not saying they're coming from heaven or hell and communicating with their people i know i 100 don't believe that but like what is it that these people are able to do that like are they more psychic than they are me but they're actually talking to whoever it is on the other side so like what the fuck is the other side Mm -hmm. (laughs) like but that's one of the things that like i don't because we don't understand completely quantum physics because it's a lot of theory and we don't completely understand time Mm -hmm. i'm not completely convinced that we're not broken into different dimensional episodes like i fully believe that it's possible that there's other dimensions because as far as we understand time right now, like we only explain time in linear like words, but I'm Mm -hmm. not sure that that's how it exists. And because human beings are magnetic electric creatures, like we just are, we're the reason you feel better spending 10 minutes outside is because you're detaching from everything else. And like, actually think of yourself as like a plug that's harnessing into the earth's like magnetic field. 
Like you feel better being in nature, even if it's briefly, because the earth's magnetic, it has energy. Yeah. We, we have these magnetic fields that actually get to sync up. So when humans Hmm. die, it doesn't, energy never actually disappears. Energy continues to exist. So Hmm. your energy has to go somewhere. I'm not, I, I think it's fully possible that your energy can supersede you and continue on and that we catch glimpses of things and that certain energy hangs around. I I don't have all the answers for that. I find that more believable mm-hmm. than I do yeah. a heaven and a hell and mm-hmm. like these predetermined judgment spaces that you're waiting in line at the pearly gates to get in. You know, like that right. to me seems insane as much well, as your energy sticking around in a certain dimension. Well, and honestly too, that energy can be proven i i feel like medians are more proof than anything religious wise that i've ever seen with my own eyes like that is in our face right now and some of those medians there's just they're incredible there's just no way that they would know this stuff you know that they know unless there wasn't some type of connection with whoever it was that passed well and And like to me that's better proof than what you read in the in a book Well, because we're magnetic electrical beings, it would be, you could convince me that your energy is still magnetized and still connected to another person or thing, even after it goes like, that's why, that's why spirits or so we've deemed them hang around. Yeah. You can call them energy. You can call them magnetism, whatever. It Mm. seems more likely to me that your energy would stay connected to the thing you love most Mm -hmm. than you just you know, you go meet God for judgment or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Just scientifically. Magnetism makes more sense. But who knows? I guess we'll all find out one day. Yeah. (laughs) Womp womp. (laughs) (laughs) We'll never go to each other's funerals. What do you mean? Stop saying that. What do you mean? Me and you won't go to each other's funeral. Oh, because one of us be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a sad way to look at it. I hate that you when you say that. It's so sad. Yeah, we won't get to go to each other's funerals. Aww. You're welcome. <laughs> that is a sad way to look at it. I know. What a bummer. Well, I'll be fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, all right. Aww. So we did want to talk about the importance of these midterm elections coming up okay listen guys i know it's hard to get excited about midterms i get it <laughs> i i do there's not i mean it's not the presidential election your senators may not be on the ballot you may not have a gubernatorial race going on right now like all of those things are true and as but I you said have something before you have something something's going on mm-hmm. and i i want you to really think hard about one of the reasons that the tea party was able to take over the tea party was the early precursor to trumpism was that they filled their local elections with Tea Party supporters and what are we know now as Trumpers. Right. And they stacked their school boards, they stacked their city councils, mm-hmm. they stacked all of these people to get them experience and get name recognition to eventually move them up the ladder. So huh. it's not as exciting to vote for your mayor or your city council member or your county supervisor, but it is important because as we've told you on here before, Local elections have a huge impact on your life. Also, there's a significant number of bills floating around 
about abortion this midterm cycle. Kentucky has a real big one coming up. Lindsey Graham is floating the idea of doing a 15-week ban on abortion if the uh, Republicans are able to take back the Senate, which means those senators are up for election this November. So mm-hmm. if they're a, they only need two senators like to to take back control of the Senate and then what happens then well, if they're able to win back the House and they're able to win back the Senate, all of your all of your House or half of your House of Representatives are up. They turn over every two years, no matter what. Senators are six. House of Representatives are two. House of Representatives are on the ballot this year. Yeah. Uh, and look, there, there might be a, have been some like districts have changed. There's all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. stuff going on. So Lindsey graham's proposal and i'm I'm getting kind of irritated because some people are trying to wield it as like this middle ground approach to abortion of like well what problem do we have with 15 weeks you know blah 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 there has to be some agreement no there doesn't okay because it's not if he was proposing it as every single state is entitled to 15 weeks and then you could states could decide if they wanted more based on the state that would be one thing Mm -hmm. but he's saying 15 weeks is the most any state can have, mm-hmm. but they can have less. So blue states, uh, states that have overturned or kept uh, abortion protections in place, they now would no longer have a choice. The most they could allot was is 15 weeks. And I'm sorry, 15 weeks may be able to check your boxes for uh, voluntary abortions, abortions that are because a, a woman or pregnant person decides that they elective abortions yeah Yeah. but it doesn't account for all the medical anomalies that take place you can't Mm -hmm. even get genetic testing done until 18 weeks right it's just not possible and i i understand that this is a sacrifice republicans are willing to make the health of women to get what they want but it's not it's not something i'm willing (laughs) to sacrifice so it's easy for them to make that sacrifice right (laughs) so you need to pay close close attention to your midterm elections okay yeah you should be getting something in the mail unless you live in some podunk state look at you florida i don't know how you do things down there arkansas arkansas i know where's my little book (laughs) (laughs) but if you're in california you have about a gazillion things to vote on this november oh my god so many so many so pay attention make sure you vote super tuesday coming up there's no excuse mine's like the size of size of lord of the rings i want to say too because especially in my state with the governor election even if you don't think it matters you should still go do it because you never know and like it's it's all the people that think oh it's not gonna matter that if all of them got together it could really matter Mm -hmm. go ahead oh no no i don't want to interrupt you but like we've talked about this before like the things that have the most immediate impact on you are the things that are at a state or at a city or county level And those are the areas where you have the most impact. Those are the areas where literally things are decided by tens of votes. Yeah. So so you can make a difference. And like you said, that's mm-hmm. how all the Tea Party people got in. You honestly can make a difference, especially at that local level. Mm-hmm. And for states like Arkansas, I mean, yes, it'll probably go red. Okay. The likelihood of that is very, very high. But also if enough people oppose that person who ends up winning it may force them to reevaluate their stances on certain issues when it comes to the next time if if the numbers are high enough and it does matter look at texas okay texas is on the verge of turning purple 
All right. It, it, especially in certain, especially now with Greg Abbott being as much of a loose cannon as he is, mm-hmm. even, even I would say more traditional Republicans are fed up with his kind of barbaric and draconian approaches oh to God. yeah to immigration and, and abortion and so you never know which election is going to matter you just don't know and listen we've said it on here a hundred times i'm going to say it again a lot of women died and were beaten for women's right to vote yep. it was given mm-hmm. to men it's always been given to men it's inherently theirs but women and people of color had to fight and scrape and convince and beg for the right to do it. So not voting is just a kick in the in the teeth to all the women and all the people of color that came before us. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Because for those who don't remember, women only got the right to vote in 1920. Yep. 1920. Okay? We're not that far removed from it. No. My grandma was born 7 years after. We're we're not hundreds of years past this nonsense. Right. 1920 women got the right to vote all right black men got the right to vote before us so like that's how much this country has a history of hating women because we know how much they hate black people Mm -hmm. so go vote it's your duty to do so um hopefully if you're out of town you can get uh an absentee ballot sometimes they're hard to get i when i lived in pennsylvania i had to give like a specific reason why I wouldn't be there months ahead of time to get an absentee ballot. So yeah, in California, they just mail them to us. Yeah. Yeah, Whether you ask for it or not. There's nine states now that just mail absentee ballots like to you, no matter what, uh, check and see, go to vote, save America. Mm -hmm. Um, if you go to vote, save America, you can look up your state, look up all of the information you need for your state, no matter where you are, if you have places, early voting, they have everything. They have places that you can sign up to volunteer if you have time to do mm-hmm. so. They have organizations. Which we're going to do. We're going to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. We're going to volunteer. We're going to volunteer this year. So midterms matter. Elections matter. Yeah. Go make your voice heard. Yeah. Yeah, she. Yeah. Yeah, she. <laughs> All right. What show are you watching that you want to talk to us about? We did the book thing last week. So let's do oh, shows. I know. I have so many books. So, okay. Well, first of all, not a show. But if you are in the... San Francisco area. I don't know how long it's here for. I think probably a month, but I saw um, To Kill a Mockingbird last weekend. Um, to Kill a Mockingbird is one of my favorite books. Like, I absolutely love it. It's so, so, so good. Um, it's one of those books that, like, you know, you have to read in high school and it's just always like stuck with me. Obviously, my dog is named Scout. Like, I love To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> this particular production was on Broadway in. 2019 so this was supposed to tour during the pandemic obviously got pushed off but it was written by Aaron Sorkin who is also just one of my absolute favorite writers he did the West Wing he he did did the West Wing a few good men yeah um like like literally everything he's like the political uh Gilmore Girls yeah very fast speak Mm -hmm. very like um yeah he also I mean like newsroom which was newsroom which was phenomenal he wrote um oh my gosh what's the I can't think of the name of the the Facebook movie why can't I think of what it's called Facebook yeah oh with with Justin Timberlake yeah why can't I think what that what it's called what is that called oh social media yeah social network social network yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he wrote that like he just his writing is so good and so he adapted um this play and it was just so good like the production was phenomenal the show was 
I had seen a different version of it in mm-hmm. Ashland that was narrated by like an, a grown up scout. And this one was kind of narrated by the three kids. So it was super, super good. Um, the woman that played scout, Melanie Moore, was like one of my favorite winners of So You Think You Can Dance <laughs> several years ago. And I'm obsessed with her. But it was just like start to finish. It was just like the most perfect thing I've ever seen. And the guy who played um, uh, Tom Robinson was just like, oh, my God, so good. Um, so that was just like phenomenal. And now I want to like go back and like just watch a bunch of Aaron Sorkin things because I think he's just phenomenal. Oh God, we're going to have to hear about the West Wing again for probably he just has through lines that I love. And there's things that he uses in like every show and, you know, little quotes and things like that. And I just freaking love him. And I will say like, I didn't watch the Waltons. I'm too young for that. But that was a show that was popular at some point. And the guy who played John Boy, which my mom was very excited about, um, played Atticus and he was like pretty much perfect, just, just so perfect. And so, um, yeah, I loved that a lot. So I saw that, um, and yeah, it was just so good. Um, but then shows, I feel like, okay, Grey's Anatomy is coming back and I feel conflicted because I've put in a lot of time. Many hours have been spent watching this stupid show and I actually didn't hate the COVID stuff. But then like two episodes into after COVID and I could not care less. So Grey's Anatomy is coming back and I just like don't think I give a shit. Uh, but I started watching Tell Me Lies on Hulu. That is good. So good. I was yes. watching it and I would like I'm only into like the second episode, but like Me too. the chemistry is so good. There's enough like, wait, what's happening? Like uh, and there's some, a lot of time jumps and stuff but like mm-hmm. the chemistry between the two like main characters like I was watching it and I was like Whoa. like yeah <laughs> it's, it's hot and heavy that show, that show. Yeah. I, that show that show caught me by surprise because when it first started I'm like oh it's kind of like kind of reminds me of like a vampire diaries vibe at first yeah but then it, but then it gets better i was like and i love vampire diaries but i couldn't binge it right the originals was better than vampire diaries okay the originals i didn't watch either but like the originals is excellent tell me tell me lies so far like it's good since we're talking about like my old boss had told me too like hey you need to watch this it's my new obsession and then she was like warning they only release one episode a week. I'm like, son of a bitch, it's 2022. I'm trying to binge. Yeah, just Can, drop them. Speaking of like performances, can we take one minute to talk about Midnight's? Yeah. <laughs> Midnight's. Julie. Taylor Swift's album that's coming out in one month. What? Oh, I thought we were talking about acting. No. <laughs> What do you guys think about like the marketing campaign she has going around this one, like releasing one soundtrack at a time? I just feel like, look, I've seen a lot of videos. She's got the same rings, the same nails. So all these, even though she has different outfits and stuff, were recorded in the same. 100% I agree. Same day. Can we just talk about how one of them is called vigilante shit? Okay. Yes. Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But so this doesn't have anything to do with this, but I am wondering if there's going to be some tea because I did see a good TikTok and I forgot to send it and I will send it to you. 
about her failed coming out with lover oh yeah no like, i mean i know you know all the stuff about the christian siriano dress and stuff but there's like even more yeah because the day she was going to come out was the day that her masters were stolen mm-hmm. and so she didn't want to drive all of the and the picture of christian siriano in front of the dress sipping tea and then okay Billy so Porter. here's what we're talking about guys all right so there is some pretty compelling evidence that she was actually going to come out um, during New York Pride because it was the 50th anniversary of Stonewall, yada, yada, yada. Um, the Christian Soriano dress. Uh, there was some pretty high level like insiders that were working at some nonprofits that had her set up to like, she was going to perform. She was going to come out. Yada, yada, yada. this beautiful rainbow tulle dress that had these kind of nude little things. Mm -hmm. And then Billy Porter wears it, who obviously like a nude color panel on Billy Porter is going to need to be a very different color than it would to be. Also, Christian Soriano is not sipping tea about Billy Porter wearing a dress. Like that's old news. But Billy Porter wears dresses literally all the time. So here's why they're saying she didn't. Uh, um, Mom just sent me a weird text. Um, that was the day that the master size happened and she knew that if she came out, and listen we're just speculating here this is what we heard on tiktok she knew that if she came out that day everyone was going to scour her previous records and that would have driven all the traffic to scooter braun and he would have made a mint off of it so now there's all this spec i mean let's be real the the gayler world is feral feral over me texting me too <laughs> i i don't even drunk. know that it's just the gayler world it has exploded well yeah that i mean rolling stone released an article mm-hmm. about her queerness and guys i don't know i think she might actually come out this time i think so you think too. that's why she's doing this this releasing a song you know no, once a day for every shit to no, drive she just always crazy. does this yeah it drives people insane we're all scouring for clues and easter eggs and like staying up late and sending each other tiktoks and yep. she's the queen of marketing and like creating buzz around an album creating buzz around it there was two artists and i can't think of their names right now but they changed their release date so they didn't have to compete with her. Not well, even sure. just that, but like, hold on. I'm going to look at how many views they have because I'm very curious. Like, do you know how much money she's probably making just off of these TikToks? Yeah. Just like gobs. just off of the TikTok. Yeah, I mean, I bought four for out. Al- I bought four of the same album. Yeah. Five. Okay. Did you see the thing? Five. You can make a clock out of them. No. I'm not doing I'm not doing it. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not Taylor, doing it. Taylor said you could make a clock out uh, of it. So. This one was feral. Feral. Yeah. These videos literally 4.4 million views, 7.4, 6.4, 10.2, 39.2, 6.9, 12 million, 45 million, 22 million. She's probably making so much money off of just TikTok. Well, and it's funny too because you you see other artists try to recreate the same type of thing, and mm-hmm. no one just no one can do it because she has done this with her fans since the beginning. Yeah. So it's not a gimmick. Well, I mean, I'm sure it is. It's a ploy to you know she makes a lot of money off this. That's why mm-hmm. I don't think she'll ever come out because it, there's way too much publicity around her. Yeah, but I don't know vibe. that her fans are going to be like, "Well, she's gay. I'm not going to listen to her anymore." She's too famous for that. Mm-hmm. I just I I don't think it's because that people she's worried about people not listening to her. I think she there there's too much publicity around the entire thing. 
It's too, like, she gets too much attention for it. But if she actually confirmed that she was, she would get even more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Because people who have never listened to her would start listening to her. And everybody is going to listen to everything and try and and look for the signs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone that does, like, releases and buildup and momentum quite like Taylor Swift does. Like, it's incredible. Like, oh, the what? Freaking Blondie, she drives us all crazy. Everyone, like people count the the things that the 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 Swifties that do the investigation work on, like the Easter eggs or perceived Easter eggs that she drops are insane. Oh, so they're like full on like FBI investigators. When is it released? It's it's October October twenty first, right? Okay, yeah, 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 October twenty first. Oh man, you guys. (laughs) <laughs> Which equals what, everyone? 13. 10 plus 1 plus 2. Or, but, yeah, yeah, 10, 2, 1. Man, all so the conspiracy good. theories. <laughs> she drives people fucking barrel. I'm telling you. I am 41 years old and I lose my fucking mind over it. Oh, Taylor Swift. You Hey, we made you a Swifty. I mean, I really do like her music. You guys, you guys are, are way. I think more advanced than I am, but cause you've been have Swifties for years, but she, I mean, she's, she's really talented. I really do enjoy mm-hmm. her stuff. And there is a lot of interesting shit surrounding her career. Yeah. <laughs> like, if, if you could, you can really go down a rabbit hole. It's like, just a lifestyle at this point. <laughs> it really is. Well, the way she described her writing is like quill pens or fountain pens or glitter pens. Like, she yeah. just I don't think there's anything that if she decided she was gonna like conquer she couldn't do and I'm super excited to see her delving into movies and like going across more media genres because let's face it she's she's conquered she won music like she won oh, the music industry yeah. she's yeah, done yeah, with yeah. that yeah yeah so now especially I'm excited to see her go across more media platforms one because she's in her thirties now. And I don't think there's enough representation of like women out of their twenties in like movie and, mm-hmm. and television. And now she's doing her photo shoots and she's not allowing them to Photoshop her. So right. you're actually seeing like the creases around her mouth and the crinkles at her eyes. And I mm-hmm. think that's like so important for young girls to see that women get older. It's they okay. Yeah. Age. They're not going to look like perfect little Barbie dolls forever. And she talks about that at such, such length in uh, Miss Americana. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy to see that she's following it now because she, you know, she talked about what an impact it had on her to try and be perfect for so long that she doesn't want to give that presence. I also think there's going to be a lot of collaborations on this album, which makes me very excited. Yeah. So why do you yeah. think that? Um, because she's to the point now where she brings in a lot of, I don't want to say like lower level artists, but artists without as much exposure as she has and mm. like brings them like uh, Aaron Dresser. Okay. Like he co-wrote and played all the music on and helped produce Evermore and Folklore, Folklore and Evermore. Okay. You would be hard pressed to find people talking about him before that. And he's supremely mm-hmm. talented, no, so like good. crazy, crazy mm-hmm. talented. 
And because he did two albums with Taylor Swift, now he has a whole gaggle of people that listen to his music and fall. Even uh, Bon Iver, like, mm-hmm. yes, he was popular in the indie world, but not the way he is now. Jack Antonoff, because he produces most of her stuff, he's like orbited into the next level. Like she, if if you can be associated with her, it takes you to a level of exposure and fame that you would have never achieved before. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying they don't deserve it, they do. I think it's great that she highlights the people that she does. I also heard a rumor uh, she's going to have a she's collab not. with Beyonce on that Oh, album. Beyonce. They're going to say performing mm-hmm. at the halftime show. No, no, I know. Oh, that but there's other places. Rumor. There's other places saying that she's st- still saying that she is. Mm. Uh, I would. I would be mad at football for interrupting the Taylor Swift concert that night. <laughs> And I love football. <laughs> I mean, I don't love, I love the 49ers. Yeah. Um, so like, I care less if they're not playing. Um, even if they were playing, I'd be like, oh my God, get off the TV. I'm trying to watch Taylor Swift. Right. I would be so happy. How like, many times have you watched the Reputation Tour? Oh. <laughs> like there, there is not a number. No. Jill, no. have you watched the Reputation Tour? I, I started it. I haven't finished it. When, when you guys were talking about it another night and i started watching it Joy. i know i know that's what i'm saying you guys are so much better about it than <laughs> we've just committed you really need to she's look, like a freshman really swifty and we, we have our doctorate time. yeah you right. guys you guys are like real advanced yeah that's true well it's been a commitment for decades for me <laughs> I've yeah. been committed to this woman. It's the longest hey, relationship of my hey, life. <laughs> I had her. I had her first album. Me too. On CD. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm I listened to guys... it in my boom box. <laughs> I listened to it in my car. Like in the bathroom while I was getting ready, I'd put on. I got like... to open it up. And... <laughs> my my oh my jam on that album. Hey Steven. Oh, I love that song. It's just so cute. <laughs> yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. Uh, what else are you guys watching? Um, okay, so I talked about Tommy Life. Have you has anybody started watching um oh my god, the Jeffrey Dahmer? No. Yes, I was gonna I say I haven't started it yet, but everything I see is that it's so much like Evan Peters is so good in it. So I like kind of want to watch it because I like him, but um, I've heard it's real hard to watch. He locked up the Emmy Awards. Like That's there's no, there's no way he's not getting an award. He's so fantastic anyways. Like I love him. Like in all the mm-hmm. American horror stories, yeah. he's, su- he's such a dive. He, he, and him he's and Sarah, like Sarah Paulson. Paulson. Yeah. Yes. They can just become anything yes. or anyone. He does so good in the Jeffrey Dahmer. You can't, I, I binged, I think four episodes. It that is hard to watch. like a lot to watch. It, it is. <laughs> it, it, it's heavy. Like yeah. it's really, but he is so fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I think people, mesmerizing. I think a lot of people were like surprised by how gruesome the crimes he committed were. And it's like, yeah, did you not like, he was disgusting read anything about it? Like, yeah, super gross. Um, so, so I'm kind of like, do I want to watch that? Do I not want to watch that? I don't, I don't know yet. It's really um, good. House of the Dragon. I haven't seen that. Julie, did you watch what Game is- of Thrones? I couldn't get into it. 
You got to make it to the red wedding. Stacy talked yeah. me into it. Yeah. You have to. It, you, this is the deal I made with her. Yeah. This is the deal I made with her. Mm-hmm. She said, watch until the red wedding. And if you don't want to watch it anymore, she'll buy me whatever bottle of wine I want. Yeah. What is the red? Okay. Well, I know the red wedding. Yeah, you'll, you'll know, the red know when it happened. Yeah. That season two episode. I had a lot of trouble getting into it. I was like, there's too many people. The people I want to watch aren't on here enough. I don't well, I care. Are the dragons. Yeah. Watch till, <laughs> watch till the red wedding. And if you don't still, if you're not still interested, I'll buy you a bottle of whatever you want. Okay, I have it put in here. House mm-hmm. of the Dragon and make it to the Red Wedding. No, well, you got to start with Game no, of you Thrones. Start with House Game of, of the Thrones. Dragon is the new like prequel show. Okay. You have to watch regular Game of Thrones, but. Make um, it to the Red Wedding. All right, you, I'm going to yeah, try. Do it, man. Did you I'm guys watch try. The Crown? Yes. Okay, so Matt yes. Smith, he's the one who played the young Prince Philip, like the tall skinny guy. Uh-huh. So he's on House of the Dragon and. Oh, he's, he's like, um, he's the worst, but like, you kind of root for him. And he just, I don't know. He, um, there's something about him on that show. He's so attractive. Everybody on TikTok's calling him Dragon Daddy. <laughs> so good. But I'm like a little disappointed because the two like younger female main characters, I really, really liked them a lot and by the time episode five is the last episode they're in and then they time jump and age them up to different you know Mm. different actresses so i'm a little disappointed and curious to see how these other actresses are are you know uh gonna be so it's a little sad i'm like oh i really like those two girls and now they're gone but um but yeah it's like and it's just so funny because people are so outraged right over they were outraged in Game of Thrones, like the very first episode and Cersei and Jamie are, you know, getting it on and they're twins, obviously like super not okay. Right. And so House of the Dragon, there's another scene where one of the characters is making out with her uncle. But again, like this is how, That's how it was back then. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, okay. So we just had this big funeral and everything for Queen Elizabeth. I want to check her and Prince Philip's bloodlines because cousins yeah like so i mean it's not that like like people were really serious about keeping royal bloodlines like royal and not that it makes it okay but like it it, the twin thing was a little much but it was not you know it just wasn't out of the out of the ordinary so house of the dragon like 10 out of 10 i think it's super good i mean it's only like five episodes in so i don't know if it'll end up being as good as game of thrones but so far you have to watch game of thrones first okay yeah make yeah. it to the in the red wedding is only like season two yeah season it's two. not like it's not season five i've, we're talking I've here. made it to which interested me when uh the dragon lady married her husband mm-hmm. oh called drago yeah and then he is killed yeah yep. So I've made it like that far in season okay, one. Go- you haven't even gotten to the, dra- there's not even any dragons yet. I'm, I've seen the little Did baby dragons. little baby ones? Yeah. Little baby oh, dragons. they grow up, Julie. Yeah, they grow no. up to dragon dragons. But it, it's exactly what Jack said. Like the people I want to watch yeah. aren't on the, aren't it'll, ever. Just it'll make it there. to the red wedding. Yeah. If you can make it to the it red, to the red wedding. wedding. All right. Yeah. And I have to say, because I didn't watch it till it was all done. I was not disappointed in the ending the way other people were that had like taken breaks in between and like whatever. When I watched it all the way through, I was like, no, it made sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar thought because I started watching it um, when I had my first or second surgery. Like I watched it while I was not doing anything else. 
and um it, it was already like four seasons in or something yeah. so I had just walked and then it was only the last couple that I had to wait for so yeah I felt less I felt more yeah, like yeah that totally pissed. totally and I've sense. actually seen like part of the last the very last episode where they're just like destroying a city I think mm-hmm. I've seen part of that yeah part of the last it episode. makes it, the character arc makes sense yeah they, he he laid that foundation like pretty like yeah what i was what i was always and we're i mean we're talking about game of thrones it's been over for years but what right. i was impressed Spoiler with alert. with the story writing of the last episode that pissed a lot of people off was not only was it like oh you're you're going like the villain route kind of thing like it's the anti-hero kind of approach but you allowed one of the main characters to act human like that mm-hmm. that was kind of a human reaction that that main character totally. had instead of giving them like an unbelievable like they're gonna do happy the right ending. thing yeah right. like who was expecting a happy ending on game of thrones yeah so that's what i was like okay yeah you you had them react as most people would have after all the trauma and all the pain mm-hmm. and all the hurt and all of the whatever all right they, i gotta watch this damn show you do it's good and very much mimicking what ancestors had mm-hmm. had done also and so it just yeah yeah it made all of the sense to me um me. so i'm still trying to listen i watch a lot watching? of fucking yeah Bingo and, bluey? and bluey yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I watch a lot of nonsense up in this Say, oh my god did you see the new bluey <laughs> hey that i'm was just a character arc i'm really glad to be out of coco melon and oh, like true. whatever other bullshit that my kid used to watch at least he watches like superhero stuff now so i can get behind that <laughs> Uh, but I do have good news for everyone following along with the story. Lincoln, who is four, uh, he turned four in June, started sleeping in his own bed and it has been over a week now. And all it took, listen, you guys don't know this kid, but he doesn't do anything he doesn't want to do. Like you can argue with him. You can negotiate with him. It doesn't matter. All it took was he saw one bed online that was a bunk bed. And it had a play area underneath and like Spider-Man stuff on the side. And he was like, I want that bed. And we're like, yeah, we're not getting you a bed. You don't sleep in a bed. So I'm not spending any money on a bed. But he doesn't sleep in a bed. He doesn't right. sleep in the bed in his own room. Right. right. He doesn't sleep in his very well-furnished room. <laughs> um, no, I was like, he keeps his toys and stuff. Yeah. It's his, it's his play area. Yeah. And we're like, we're not, we're not doing that. And he was like, what do you mean? And so Lex told them. What do you mean? You, no. Yeah. If you, if you <laughs> sleep, not your, compute. <laughs> if you sleep in your own bed for thirty days, we'll get you a new bed. And he said, "Okay." Started sleeping in his bed that night. Like no, <laughs> there was no like whatever about it. Like he's been in there ever since, and it's been like ten days. Dang. Has he has he been sleeping throughout the night? Uh, he wakes up occasionally and it's getting better though. Um, but he just like wants to know where we are. And once he knows like where we are, he goes back in his room and goes to sleep. Oh my God. Nice. How easy deal. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. Fucking dead. yeah, right. Yeah. 
Like no haggling, no, no. anything. He was just, just like, all right, that's acceptable. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. accept your terms. Has he wanted to? Is he yeah. keeping track of like how many days he has? No, it's just wild. Like the amount of trying to convince him and talk to him and like explain to him and like negotiate with him that took place prior to this. And it, he was just like, yeah, okay. I'll do it do you for think a month. He'll, are you guys going to wait the full 30 days? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He probably doesn't even realize that he's probably sleeping better in his own totally. space, in his own environment, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Good so, for him. I have to say, like, for all of... <sighs> listen when you have kids people have all kinds of opinions about how you should do things and what you should do and like how you should handle your kids and i have to say i am a firm believer in like every kid is different and like every kid has their own things that make them tick and lincoln's very stubborn like very Mm -hmm. very stubborn and people are like well he just he doesn't make the rules he's a kid sure agreed and you also need to be able to sleep and yeah there's also (laughs) a certain amount of like you you can't fight every single battle of every single hill that they challenge you on. So yeah, he's always been that kid when he comes to it, like on his own fruition that it sticks and this is stuck. And now like, it's crazy because now that he's sleeping in his own bed, he has even more independence. Like he helped me take the trash out today. He's putting his dishes Mm -hmm. in the dishwasher. Like he's now doing all of these things that like a bigger kid would do without any, issues arguing like whatever it's just he thinks he's a big kid now and like i'm i'm here for it it's great it's cute yeah it's great i love this journey for you well who the f- i thought he was gonna be sleeping in the bed till he was like 14 years old like yeah who i know all it took was a spider-man bed jacks has this terrible vision <laughs> like in 35 still sleeping in her bed. you guys will be like the like in willy wonka the grandparents yeah. all like he did he did tell me the other day that i am his best friend forever oh he goes mom me and you're gonna be besties forever and i was like i don't think so but i'll take it right now <laughs> what did he say to me last night he said did he say i was his bestie also no he thinks he can only have one we oh. did have to tell him though, because um, we were talking about, you know, we were trying to explain to him like, no, you're not going to live with us forever. Like one day you'll move out. Like maybe you'll get married, maybe you won't, but you'll move out. Like you'll have your mm-hmm. own life and stuff. And he was like, I'll just marry Stacy. And I was like, you can't marry <laughs> Stacy. She's too old for you. Like that's not a thing that's going to happen. And he was like, Bueno. And I was like, No, Bueno's <laughs> also too old for you. So, and he was like, Oh. And I was like, You'll you'll meet someone that you want to hang out with, and you yeah, want that's your age. Like, that's your age. Yeah, that's not you know thirty five years older than you. It's fine. <laughs> like that's so, cute. I'll just marry Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. done, done and done. Yeah, that seems convenient. <laughs> He's always here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah stacy will just move in with us and it will be fine yeah. but he does think even when he gets married he's still going to live with us he's gonna live with you guys yeah. that's very cute so i just love that he thinks we're all his friends and not your yes. friends he gets very <laughs> upset like if stacy calls and he doesn't get to talk to her he's like she's my friend like why are yeah, you yeah he's like alone? so annoyed with you yeah for monopolizing the conversation <laughs> 
he doesn't get it. No, no, I oh. love it. It makes me so happy. Well, he's the only little kid in our whole friend group, so he's mm-hmm. treated like this. Yeah, tiny I know. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> he's treated like this Listen, little dusty. adult. Yeah, <laughs> dusty. Uh, does anyone yeah. have anything they're obsessed with? so many things okay well pick Welcome one to have an anxiety you get to obsess on things um oh I I, I know I talked about this last time about books but I just finished the last Emily Henry book that I was gonna read book lovers a thousand out of ten it was so good and so funny so funny and I love the way she addresses like birth control and consent I know I talked about that already but just like oh eleven hundred out of ten Eleven hundred. Yeah, hundred. Julie, what are you obsessed with? The only thing I can think of that's taken up time besides work this week is that the new season of Fortnite came out. But I know that's kind of not probably not the right crowd that'll appreciate it. With me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, just the new season of Fortnite. You're way behind. You're oh like God, three dude. seasons behind. I know. I'm sorry. Okay, I didn't even know that they have seasons. Yeah. Yeah. They have seasons. See what I mean? Man. I did beat Stacy last week in fantasy football, so that was like, oh my god, like annihilated me. I don't know. <laughs> how, well, I mean, I know how Lamar Jackson and the Bucks, yeah. like, yeah, uh, man, and my team did not do shit to even put up a fight. Nothing, that was nothing. a fluke last week. Well, like, I didn't know you had a fantasy football league. It's not our league. I'm playing in Emily, her roommate's league. It's oh, not like I my yeah. league. I yeah. will say I can be obsessed with that. I will be obsessed with like get well soon oh, losing okay. to me get get well soon trey lance yeah but like the happiest team jimmy jimmy garoppolo came just, in clutch he just i hope he stays healthy and i hope he just like oh i hope he just annihilates this season and like proves that he should have been he should have been our guy get a nice little one season out of him and he can go have a have a super good career somewhere else i'm just excited to watch him play or watch him whatever like just stand there read the phone book i don't really care jimmy's an attractive man (laughs) all right well that's it for us this week (laughs) um have the best weekend available to you guys make good choices yeah i can't believe how quick this gets done when aaron's not on here and you're not (laughs) and you're not and i'm not trashed Yeah. yeah it's amazing right Woo. This is how it should be, folks. Under oh, an hour. Look at this. Almost yeah. done with my truly. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Fierce Fan Media.